You're now listening to Generational Empowerment with Ashley J and the hilarious J-Man. You know they got you covered with all the news that pushes social change. Right here live on Direct Access Radio. going on world it's your boy jay man ashley J. ashley J. what is going on what is going on we had to change location we had to change locations y'all we, we had, had to get ourselves together we had to get ourselves together yes this is true yes we had a lot going Yep, we're in a pandemic, so you know things just had to, you know, a lot of personal things that has transpired. Absolutely, absolutely, a lot of growth, transformation, a lot of transformations. Hey, but yes, we are in season three. If you have been keeping up with generational empowerment, we are in season three. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. We know that there has been some inconsistency, but trust and believe that the start of season three is the start of consistency. Okay, okay. So you hold up your end of the bargain. I'm gonna hold up my end of the bargain. Don't you worry about that. But yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm gonna hold up my end. Okay, okay. I'm gonna hold you to it. You know what I'm saying? I, this week, you you already know this, what this week has been for me. You already know what this has been for me. You you know the long hours and everything else. So you understand that this is this is this. We back home. We back That's home. That's all we gotta say. We back home. We, we back home. We in a new home. I invested in myself. That mean I'm black home. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we in season three. Season and three. This season will be dedicated to um, depression awareness. Yes, depression awareness yes. as as well as we want to highlight entrepreneurs. Yes, we will um, have a special guest guys yes. that will be coming in. He's an entrepreneur. He um, has a fragrance that we are doing a giveaway but it's for a women's fragrance. Yes, a so. women's fragrance for a giveaway. So if you are tuned in to our live, yes, that you you have the opportunity to win this women's fragrance. I mean, even a man can win at this point. I mean, he might yeah, be able to give it to his mom. Give his mom, his um, girl, his boo, his side cheek. Yeah, you level. never know what he might have going on. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, depression awareness. Um, just to kind of give you guys just a little backstory, this kind of came about um, on the last episode that Ashley and I had. Um, we were not actually on air. We actually just went live on Instagram and just kind of, you know, 
dealt with our followers for the most part. So if you're not following us, please make sure you follow us at Generational Empowerment underscore, um, as well as myself, J underscore man underscore 2020, and my girl Ashley J at Empowered You underscore underscore. Um, and don't forget about our YouTube channel, guys, Generational Empowerment underscore. Yes, so you can get a recap of our live session. Yes. Get to see us in person. Yes. We get to mingle. Yes. You know? Yes. So. Um, but yes, how this kind of came about, um, it hit near and dear home to me. Um, me and Ashley were speaking about depression, just in the midst of, you know, talking about certain things that happen in love life and relationships and this and the third. And I was telling her like, you know, something's going on with my younger brother. And I kid you not guys, I've been home for like the last three weeks. And I kid you not, um, maybe three or four days later, I get a text of a screenshot from my mom and my brother was threatening to commit suicide. Um, this is the first time hearing it. Yeah, um, this is this. Like I said, I've been dealing with a dealing with a lot of personal. Yeah, and um, it was because of you know just things that he had been dealing with on his own. But it was one of those things to where you you hit the nail on the head as far as like I, I kept saying, why is my little brother so angry? He's so mad. He's so mad. And I couldn't figure out why he was so mad. Yeah. And it took you know I I honestly. I kid you not, his 16 years on this earth, I had never seen him cry. I had never seen him cry. Me and him went for a walk in the neighborhood and we talked and I just tried to, you know, just kind of help him do a little bit of soul searching. And then I just wrapped my arms around him and all I felt was my shoulder just get wet and the tears just started to roll. Um, and you know, it was- what we were speaking on about, you know, like how the things that I had dealt with at a, as a child and you mm -hmm. was asking, why was he feeling this way? Yeah. So it was like, you know, it's a cry for help. It's yeah. Anything, it's but a in a way that may not seem alarming to you, mm -hmm. you know, because you know, we have our day to day that we go by, and um, we just try to figure out our own lives, right, and not be affected or even see what's around us in alarming rate, you mm -hmm. know. So, when I think when I shared it, and I think it did bring some type of awareness to you, like. He, he, he wants the same thing that I was wanting when I was a kid, mm -hmm. you know? So. I, and I, I had to explain to my mom, she was like, you know, what's going on? I said, he needs love, he needs some acceptance. At the end of the day, this is not, sometimes I think the biggest thing when it comes to people dealing with stuff is, parents have to realize when they're, when they're raising children, like, you, you have to kind of sometimes step out of parent mode. Yeah. And be just a friend or a loved one more or less than a parent, you know, because they don't want to feel like they're just being harped on. They want to feel loved. They want to be cared for. You know, they just want somebody to just kind of understand the things that they're dealing with. You At know? the end of the day. At yes. the end of the day. This and is that's why true. we did want to bring depression awareness for this month. And we're going to break it down in segments that we'll be able to give a full synopsis on what it is in case you really don't know, in case that you don't know the signs or what to look out for or how to even identify in your own life, mm -hmm. you know? So we're going to get right into it. And um, really, there's a lot of different um, signals or titles of depression. It really was too many for me to really kind of break down, but I broke down the main three that is such an epidemic in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, if you go on our um, 
our Instagram, you will kind of see I put seven of those so you can kind of be able to dissect it more and see what it is that may pertain to your own life, your own self. So the main four would be major depression, persistent depression, and manic depression, which is bipolar depression or disorder. So those are like the main three, like depression where you know you don't want to get up out of bed. You know, people that are depressed tend to sleep a lot, a lot. They don't like natural sunlight. You know, normally they got the blackout curtains all throughout the house. After 12 o'clock, they not open them. They still are continuing their day as if it's still nighttime. You know, they continue to be. Um, they don't want to do anything um, socially. They don't want anybody in their space. They just kind of put themselves in a bubble or a shell and they just retract from life, you know, from doing anything. So that's the major thing I think when it comes to depression that people can identify with when that's one is saying hey I'm depressed and they'll be like okay yeah you depressed because you don't want to go out every time I invite you I come over your house it looks and feels like it's a dungeon mm -hmm. so I think that's the main thing now persistent depression would be the wave mm. right you know how like they're always saying oh you always on a diet you a persistent dieter mm -hmm. right so you a persistent depression depression which means one moment you may have like a, a burst of um, goodwill or good fortune, good mindset, and then it makes you in depression. And then that cycle just continues to carry on, carry on, and then you will have a pattern of persistent depression. So that's the second one. And manic depression is kind of basically like the lower end of it. You know, you're not able to identify unless you go get a diagnosis, you know. Okay. But we all know once we go to the doctor, we all going to be diagnosed with something, yeah. you know, traumatic or you obese. All black people are obese because Every, we think, Everybody's you know? obese these days based <laughs> off of the standard. Yeah. yeah, so. And then bipolar disorder is the same thing as semantic. That's why I say it's at the lower level because it's kind of categorized as bipolar disorder. We all know what bipolar disorder is. Disorder is, you know, moodiness changes rapidly. You know, I, I wouldn't categorize myself as bipolar, even though my moods do change rapidly. But it's just a cancer in me. So those are the main three that um, we're bringing awareness that we're talking about. And in case you guys did not know, depression is basically a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. I feel like that's every human being. Yeah, I think the biggest thing when it comes to depression, though, is the fact of being being able to accept the fact of knowing what you're going through. Yeah. More or less than it being a situation of, you know, you just like, oh, I'm stressed out and I'm stressed out or, mm -hmm. oh, this bothers me. But a lot of people don't realize, like, somebody might call somebody, oh, that's the Debbie Downer or mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. But Wet not, blanket. Yeah, but you might not realize that this person is dealing with depression. This person is really dealing <clears> with something that at the end of the day, it's because they're looking for some sort of acceptance. That's they're fair. looking for some sort of, why should I feel less than? You know, um, you, as y'all know, I'm always very, very transparent. Um, I've been talking to a person for the longest and to find out that this person was dealing with depression 
and to hear about certain situations that they were dealing with, a lot of times it's based off of like the relationship history. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's getting cheated on that at the end of the day might be, I view this person as just like the perfect, perfect person, you know, the mm-hmm. yin to my yang. And at the end of the day, <clears throat> they're being cheated on and played and this and the third, that plays a, plays a factor and them being depressed um and it's just it's really sad because at the end of the day people don't realize the effects that they have on people when you toy with people's emotions and you you play these mind games you Mm -hmm. don't realize the effect that that has on a person and you people don't realize especially our parents and our family they don't realize at the end of the day the things that they say and the things that they do that we hold on to because at the end of the day you know you're expected to bible you know honor thy mother and thy father yeah however if at the end of the day they're not even treating you in a sense of where you feel like you should be honoring them or you know whatever it might be and that's why it is not to cut you off and that's why it's important for us to evaluate ourselves and get to know ourselves to the fullest capacity because at some point you are allowing things right because you allow a person to treat you in this manner you allow this person to basically give off this energy or put you in these circumstances you know for so long we always put ourselves in the sense of like you know um well you did me wrong and you did me wrong but it's like okay but you know that that person intentions what i believe everybody leaves a breadcrumb everybody leaves a breadcrumb so it's up for us to be able to identify those things that is keeping us in trap you know because you know i know what you was about to get into with you know the whole depression thing where people wear masks that you can't even tell that they are going through depression that they are going through sadness because they're putting this front out to the world <clears throat> as if everything is okay but deep down inside things are just you know crumbling and so it gets to a point where you have to identify within yourself that you know maybe i'm putting myself in this situation i have allowed this thing to go on for so long but guys we're going to take a quick break and um we'll be back in a couple of seconds to give you some more of depression awareness you victory what's going on world it's your boy j man and it's your girl ashley j and when we left off we were giving you guys just a little bit of um a little backstory on how we got on this whole depression awareness month um a little thing something that's very you know near and dear to my heart something a little bit more personal Mm -hmm. um but Ashley J was actually going to break it down. Um, basically, well, I didn't break down the four main you, types of depression. You broke down the four main types of depressions, and I think next she was going to kind of get into the causes of yes, depression. The causes of depression. So the first cause of depression will be um, genetic vulnerability. The second will be a severe life stressor. Um, third would be um, substances. And the fourth will be um, medical condition. So those will be like basically the major causes that you will be diagnosed with um, depression. Okay. And can you kind of like, what is genetic vulnerability? Like, what do you mean by that? I think basically hereditary. 
okay. when it comes because a lot of times we think, oh, well, we have asthma or we have certain type of things. Those are genetic passed down from, mm-hmm. you know, um, mother, yeah. husband, not husband, mother or, um, or father. father. Okay. Yeah. So I think genetic vulnerability. You're vulnerable being um, in a space of having depression based on your genetics. Okay. You know, like they said, when you're pregnant and whatever the mother feels, if the mother was crying a lot, then a baby would be a crybaby. I don't know how much of a myth that was, but is. But I, in my own life, I've seen that. I've seen my sister being a crybaby. My child is a crybaby. My child is a crybaby. Yeah, so severe life stressors. Anything that's causing you major stress, you know, like they said, severe. Severe, like um, one thing, I guess, getting eviction. You're about to get evicted. You got kids. Something like that. Something that just so severe that it's mm-hmm. gonna um, traumatically affect your life. Monetary circumstances. Yeah. You know, your career isn't going the way it's supposed to go. Life. Um, life isn't going yeah. the way that you thought it was going to go. Um, at the end of the day, um, relationship is didn't pan out. You oh, thought yeah. this was gonna that be. Main stress. <laughs> you, you thought this was gonna be. Um, Mister, you thought this was gonna be ma'am, and it turns out, you know, it was a flop, you know. Um, Airport situation and substances. You substances, know. and so when you say substances, we're talking about like alcohol, alcohol, heroin, crack. I wouldn't say weed per per se. Well, I would. I you you can't. You have to because <laughs> it's a lot of people that are depressed that at the that that. The way that they cope with it is by weed. they they need to smoke they gotta smoke them a blunt they gotta smoke them a blunt I look at or it like this when they can't smoke weed they depress right too so I guess that falls under yeah the category. because at the end of the day it is a substance and at the end of the day um, we can't take away from the fact of you know it it can be considered an addiction regardless yeah. of how anyone feels you know I. We all Love been there. is an addiction. Sex is an addiction. So right. I mean, so, you can't but, exclude weed from it because it's got all these great properties. But anything yeah. that you indulge in so much, it's, you know, it's, it's to take away or to take your mind off what you're dealing with. Um, a suppressant. It's a suppressant at the end of the day. Um, or um, having like a medical condition. That's another cause that can lead to depression. Mm-hmm. You know, being overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have cancer. You might have HIV. Um, you might deal with diabetes. Anything that you might deal with that might be some sort of um, medical condition can actually cause you to go into a depression. Yeah. Um, Especially with all the like the pills, the medication they have you on, you just don't know the effects yeah, that the it will side take. effects. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was talking to my uncle, and I actually want to bring him on the show one day because um, I think he'll. It's something about having an having that old head around mm-hmm. and just talking to him like me and him talked for like almost an hour yesterday and it was just crazy because it's just that's why I can't answer the phone yeah that's why I can't okay. answer the phone <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's just something about having that old head that knows a lot you yeah. know what I'm saying we were talking about you know how a lot a lot of the medicines that they have you taking these days for different situations you know and all the side effects that come along with it yeah and he was talking about all the natural things which is something I'm actually going to discuss um um, you know, when I do, when I do my report, um, something that could possibly help you to fight against COVID or to help you to not catch it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just you know, talking to an old head, man, it's just something about it. It's just yeah, you you yeah. need see that's the whole thing. We don't want to surround ourselves with um, a different genre of people. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to have someone that you can mentor to and someone that can mentor to you as right. well. You know, right. because right. you'll get in this space and you'll think that you know everything. You don't. You you can't listen to anyone because you have put yourself in a space of so much importance that no one could either pull or withdraw anything from it, you know, so you got to have some type of balance, what I truly believe, but, you know, those are the, the four cases, the four causes, so I gave, like, a little fun fact, right, what do you guys think is the most depressed country Cause I know you're a cheater. <laughs> Don't be looking over here. The most depressed country would be what? What do you think? The United States. Really? Yeah. You think that what we got going on over here is so severe than what third world countries deal with? I, huh? Is it who? Mm-mm. I, I think it's the United States because people do not appreciate the standards in which we have because they have not ventured out to third world countries. You have to think about a lot of people in in the United States haven't necessarily traveled. True. To I mean third that's world true. Countries. But this is the land of opportunity. This is the the, the freedom. So people want to come here. I don't see how you could think that this is the most depressed thing. <laughs> when so, they feel as though the this is a land opportunity, people are dying to crawl in caves and all of these type of things just to even reach to the United States. Um, I think it's more or less of the unappreciation. The I get that part. Yeah, but. <laughs> it's the unappreciation which makes me think that the United States is the most depressed because you think about the people in the third world countries, they appreciate the little things that we don't appreciate. They appreciate the, the water and this and the third. They appreciate um, exactly every so. uh, everything that they have. But us here in the United States, oh, we got to have bigger and better. Oh, yeah, we can buy some food and throw it away the next moment if something else come along better. Mm-hmm. So, I Absolutely. mean, I get it. But so. the most depressed state is Afghanistan. <laughs> One out of five people suffer from depression in Afghanistan. Where did you find that? <laughs> of course, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but I have things to back it up with. You just think about... Where is the war always continuously fought? Okay, okay. Okay. And you know, I, okay, I get you wholeheartedly on that one. Because at the you. end of the day, they, yeah, Osama bin Laden set them up for that one. Yeah. They, you know, like. They war targets all the time. Exactly. And yeah. you got think about their whole idea of freedom is death. They're willing to go in a place and blow themselves up. They're ready to go to another country, another state, whatever circumstance, and kill themselves for Allah. So that would automatically think that, okay, yeah, that would make sense being the most depressed state um, or the most depressed country. So. What's next, girl? <laughs> I just couldn't believe I'm still stuck on you thinking that. <laughs> America will be the most depressed state. Just because you think about how many people walk around the United States, they just so mad and they just so just. But it's so, so simple. Happy about their situations. I understand that. Yeah. But you think about the people in Afghanistan that don't have the proper health care to even be diagnosed with. But depression. okay, broaden your horizon, thinking like, okay, people in Africa, right? They, we don't now. We got hoods and we got the slums. Don't get me wrong, you know. But they living in huts. 
You get what I'm saying? Other places, they are building their homes from debris. They are, you, you, you see the documentaries where they live on boats or they live on these little terrain things and they got pollution everywhere. You know, we from the hood, you know, we got the hood and the slums and stuff, but it's nothing compared to what third world countries deal with. So that was my whole thing where it's just like, yeah, we're very unappreciative, very ungrateful, the American way. We cause a lot of self-depression. But mentally, a lot of those things are mental-wise, not physical-wise, where... And depression you know, starts in the mind. Okay, Jay. I see that you're going to stay strong. Yeah, I'm so, going to stay very strong. <laughs> I'm going to stay very strong in it because at the end of the day, the biggest thing is that is that we're trying to bring awareness to the situation. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing about it is when it comes to depression, it, it starts, it's all a mind state. It, yeah. it starts there. But it's really an emotional. That's why your moves change so rapidly. Yeah, everything starts in the mind. You think that, hey, my situation is bad. You know, so that affects how you react to things, how you go about trying to better yourself, how you um, put yourself in a better position or be surrounded by um, people that are, you know, totally different, that have a better lifestyle than you. Get it, I get it. But then it's, for me, depression is more an emotional because it's a feeling that you feel, right? Even though you may know all the things that could take you out of that, you know, that mind state, I feel like the feeling is so much stronger. You know that girl ain't good for you. You know her, but the things that she done did to you, that feeling that she done gave you, puts you in a space where it's hard for you to, you know, disconnect. It's hard for you to move on. That guy has implemented himself and done things to you that it's, it's hard to detach. And so that's why I feel like it's more of an emotional thing than a mindset because I know that he a piece of SH sugar and iced tea. But the feeling that he has given me allows me to continue to keep doing the things and keep staying in that situation, you know? So, but anyway, so I'm going to end my segment on a higher note. Listen, it is okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel sad. You want to go through the emotions. When you try to skip the emotions, that's where um, growth is kind of limited. That's where you're not able to really identify, you know, the true synopsis of where you're headed. If you put yourself in a space where um, you think that because this situation is going to determine your future or they're going to determine right now. Like I posted this morning stating like, if you only knew what God has for you, you would be caring about what's going on right right now. You know, if you, if you just really know like, okay, I done been through worse. So I only know that greater is coming. Amen. That why would I be caring about what my situation is? I'm going to think the positive on what's going on right now. So, because anything can change, but you know, you just want to keep that mindset. So, it's okay to feel um, sad about missing old memories, you know, missing those good times. You know, I miss a lot of good times when my grandmother was here, how she used to hot comb my hair and, and burn my ear and stuff like that. But, <laughs> but, um, I miss those old memories and it's okay to feel sad about it. It's okay to feel sad about not knowing your purpose. It's okay to, um, it's okay to feel, I mean, feel sad about not knowing your purpose. As long as you know that you are taking the steps to be able to 
gain a greater purpose or I me mean, find your purpose i think that's the biggest thing it's okay to feel sad about going through a rough time you know we all go through rough times but that is that's not going to identify you know your future that doesn't sum up who you are or what you're capable of or your great qualities um it's okay to feel sad about um feeling out of place you know because that shows you that that ain't a group of that ain't the crowd that you should be around or you know you just learning that okay that's not me that's not me and it's putting you in a space where you're able to identify what is for you and what what place that you should be in or what's going to really pull the best out of you um it's okay to feel sorry i mean sad about not um feeling understood it's okay everybody's not supposed to understand you you know, just like a lot of people are not going to see your vision. And it's okay. But you have to understand that as long as you know, that's all that what matters. Um, and the last one, it's okay to feel sad about just feeling sad. Sometimes you, it's okay. Feel those emotions. And I think we try to skip those steps. And we try to get to the happy place. And we try to get to the promised land so quickly. And we don't really take ourselves through the emotions. I feel like it was good that that lady from Acrimony went through all the emotions. <laughs> you had to go through all, you had to go through the sad, the mad, the anger, the depressed. You have to go through those things. It's, but what's she not okay. Not to make that mistake again. Exactly. But what is not okay is for you staying stuck. Mm -hmm. If you stay stuck, that's the problem. Yeah. You know? So that's what I wanted to kind of bring some enlightenment, some empowerment towards, um, depression just understanding that it's okay you know you're gonna you're gonna get out of get out of that space and you want to gain a greater strength a greater better knowledge of who you are what you want out of life and what you're capable of these times right here shape your future it shapes you know um your capabilities i believe because like i always say these are the things that you're able to reference back to when you get to your other goliath in life you know so you're gonna be like oh i don't been through worse than that I so been through worse than that you know me you had that conversation a lot yes i don't um, been through yeah. a lot so i know this is nothing this is just preparing me it's preparing and you're doing something right because the enemy trying to bring so much force to tear you down, to break you down, to stop you. But you can't be stopped and you won't be stopped. So that's me. Well guys, like we said, this is going to be season three. Um, we're dedicating season three to depression awareness. Um, so we just kind of give you guys just a little bit um, as we're gonna dive in deeper in the next couple weeks. Um, but also season three is also dedicated to our entrepreneurs. So up next, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're going to have my boy Calvin. Yes. He's got some great things going on. Um, so if you guys stay tuned, please make sure, like I said, guys, you're following us on IG, Generational Empowerments underscore. Also, you can check us out on YouTube, Generational Empowerment underscore. It's not underscore on YouTube. But it's, you always said that. I've never said that. I upload the it's videos. Podcast. Generational Empowerment Podcast. <laughs> You'll find us either way. Ashley J gets on every nerve I got. <laughs> <laughs> but I am your boy, J Man. And I'm your girl, Ashley J. And we'll be back. You and me. Victory. What's going on, world? It's your boy J Man. And it's your girl Ashley J. And when we left off, we were, of course, ending our 
depression awareness segment for season three, episode one, as well as, as I've mentioned quite a few times, we're going to have an entrepreneur on on each episode for this season. So sitting right next to me, I have my boy Calvin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up, everybody doing? How y'all doing, y'all? So, just to give you guys a little bit of backstory, Calvin is a young man from Michigan. He moved to Atlanta in 2010 and decided to obtain his four year degree in business. While working full time and part time, he started off by becoming an author of a book, Creating Your Own Strength. Mm. Now, I've taken a look at this book, guys, and it's definitely one of those ones you definitely want to read. I'm going to tell you that. Yes. It's, it's something that you definitely want to read. It's, it's, it's down to earth, if I can say. Yeah. If I can say, it's definitely down to earth. Um, uh, he developed a lot more followers from the book and coaching individuals from reading his story. Calvin decided to obtain his life coach certification after working on his fragrance line for two years. He finally launched it in June 2020. And just to let you guys know, I am rocking fragrance. Uh, Calvin has been working for top name brand fragrance companies for over 20 years. I've always went to him for my fragrances because he always makes sure I got a good gift. <laughs> you know, they always have freebies yeah. when you buy like a fragrance or something from Macy's. So he was always, he always looked out. Um, he came up with his own fragrance line called Niblack. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, Niblack or Niblack. Niblack, Niblack. The name Niblack is his name spelled backwards. He has now two fragrances, one for men called Integrity and one for women called Intimacy. He'll eventually come out with the unisex fragrance in the fall, so you guys look out for that one. Not only is he determined to help create jobs, but to give back to the community. And that's always a plus because, you know, we are always looking for something to build up our community rather than tear down our community. Um, A young black fragrance entrepreneur, an author, a life coach. Niblack is going to be a household name like Coca-Cola and Mickey Mouse. Don't y'all forget it, okay? <laughs> Don't y'all forget it. Niblack, the brand, has so many ideas to put into motion in the near future. Y'all stay tuned. Definitely. Yes. So do you think I can um, still be in a giveaway too? anybody is open to be in the giveaway at the end of the day i mean you know the biggest thing is is that you know we have something to offer so okay okay so i'm about to to get in your business a little bit (laughs) okay so basically kind of give us a little background about who you are and you know what you bring to the table okay well my name is calvin hill i am from michigan and my brand is called Nivac the Brand, um, and that is my name spelled backwards, and I V L A C is my name spelled backwards. That's dope. I did not know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even thought about it. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people didn't. Yeah. But um, I've always kind of wanted to write a book. I just didn't know when and where. So that's why I started, you know, writing things down, started developing different ideas and coming up with a, a title was the main thing but it was kind of like an autobiography yeah it feels that way yeah it's very empowering a lot of people come up to me and say they cry a lot of people say they laugh as long as they loved it mm-hmm. 
that's, that was my goal, was yeah. to make sure that something, put something out there that someone can enjoy, inspire whoever that needs to be inspired, whether it's someone young, old, or whatever, um, it's, that book is good for anybody. And that kind of set the journey for the life coaching? Yes, that kind of set the journey for life coaching because I've always been a person that people came to my whole life, even when I was younger, mm-hmm. coming to me with their issues, and they, people uh, trusted me to, you know, hold that information and give them, you know, feedback. So I'm like, when I first met my mentor and my life coach, he was like, I was like, people always come to me with their problems and I've always been able to help people. He was like, you're the person to be a life coach. Yeah. So that's Cause you know, they slang that term around. Right. I'm a life coach, I'm right. a coach, a coach. And it's just like, right. you can't even coach your baby team. Right. <laughs> you know, but, um, so Jay. So when I was looking at your book, I'm, I'm a little curious about this just because um, you, I, you, you didn't use people's legitimate names. No. And what was the the real reason behind that? Because I think a lot of people, they want to write books and this and the third. But I think I, I respected you more because even though I know you before right. everything else, like I respect you a lot more because at the end of the day, you didn't use people's names. Right. Right. So what came, what what gave you the, the whole instance to, hey, I'm not going to use anybody's name. You know, Don't want to be sued. Whatever. Play on. Not only for liability issue, just that it's my story, it's my book. Let me tell it. And I'm not gonna go on in my book yeah. and tell someone else's story mm-hmm. or a paragraph about someone else. Even though some of the people can relate to what I'm talking about in the book, mm-hmm. I'm not identifying anybody by their name. Right. Even Absolutely. my name in the book is Nye Black, which is my name spelled backwards. Right. Is, I, I want everybody to get used to that name because that's gonna be part of it. And I think that's the biggest thing is promoting your brand and understanding that as you're you're going through and building your brand, you don't have to bash the people that basically at the end of the day they kind of gave you the stepping stones to get there. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, they helped you to to mold you into kind of who you were. Right. And I I, I commend you 100 percent because I think a lot of people they like to always throw names out there. Oh, this person hurt me or this person right. did this and this is why I'm doing this. But more or less on your end, you you gave a respect factor like, yeah, you know what you did and you'll know it, but nobody will ever be able to point that finger back at you. Yeah. Yeah, And that's a healing process for the people that are throwing names out there. They have something going on with themselves and they need to probably come to me and let me be their life coach where they know how to properly entertain or publish somebody without throwing someone else under the bus. It's never good to retaliate or throw someone else's business out there. I feel Absolutely. like everyone's entitled to tell their own story. Absolutely. Yeah. Like and I think you, you basically set that platform to let it be known. Like, hey, let these people tell their own story. Exactly. You know, now whether you know me from right. before I moved to Atlanta or right. when I moved to Atlanta, at the end of the day, you'll never know who was who. Right, exactly. Yeah. So kind of run me um, the background with the whole self-love because that is the basis of the book you right. know to gain right. that strength to be able to come out of those situations what was the mindset what was the, the process for you well self-love to me and my own interpretation of it because i'm the only child okay so i had to have self-love i mean i was spoiled but i went through so much different things that a lot of people don't know about that i talk about in the book I know a lot of people see me as a school kid, you know, my parents got money, but that never was the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through struggles of, you know, molestation, selling drugs, um, fighting, you know, depression, stuff like that. So I talk about all that in my book. So yeah. 
you have to, in order to love someone else, you have to love yourself first. And I know sometimes people so self-love around. I don't like throwing self-love around. I believe in filling my cup up with love yeah. to fulfill everything that I need. And then anything that flows over is for everyone else. Yeah, that's how it should go. So, like, uh, well, you kind of gave us the backstory. And if you guys want any more details, you have to go purchase the book to read to get that <laughs> right. full view. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead and let us know what are your... Um, your, basically your social media outlet. I know you have a website as well. So go ahead and go ahead and break that down so therefore our followers can have that. Okay, so my book is under Nine Black the Brand and everything is, you can Google. Um, um, do have my website. Nine Black the Brand is where my book is, where I talk about my bio. Um, Fragrances by Nine Black, you can Google that also and then you can go to that. Go to the website for that. It's Fragrances by Nine Black. My IG is Nine Black the Brand or you can follow my personal um, IG is Nine Black versus Calvin. And I also have Facebook. Nine Black the Brand is also on Facebook. Well, if you're looking just for a good fragrance or even just to say thank you for sharing your story. Like a lot of people like, oh, I need to get your book or I haven't had the money to buy your fragrance. It's not all about that. It's about sharing or even calling me to say yeah. thank you. I appreciate that There's some free support. Yeah, there's some free support, yeah. That, you know, I love when people share or tell me congratulations. I love yeah, that more. Absolutely. I've, I've been like super and uber proud of you ever since, you know, I seen the book and everything else. You know, I was just kind of like, hey, 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 I gotta, you know, I gotta see you. I gotta pop up on something you got going on. And it's just amazing to see. I think the biggest thing for people is to understand you still work full time. Right. You still work a normal job as well as you've still been able to promote your brand. So kind of give people like kind of like what that looks like for you because me and Ashley ourselves, we battle with that with trying to build our brand because we both work long hours and then have to come home and it's just kinda of like, oh I'm so tired. Right. Like where where no, is that's it? only you. You speak for yourself. I only speak for yourself, baby. Okay, well, I only speak for myself. <laughs> I speak for there, There's levels to right. it. So. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, where do you pull that extra strength from to actually be able to, after working your full time, to still invest into your, your fragrance and yeah. your book and your brand? Like, how do you, how do you go about Well, that? to follow back up with that, People make time for what they want to make time for, whether it's a relationship, your job, anything. Preach. Because if I can move to Atlanta, work two jobs, go to school full time, I don't want to hear no one say, oh, I don't have time. Because yeah. I did that for four years. You have to be motivated, you have to motivate yourself, you have to find time and make time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, um, if you want to be successful, it's not always running around to Midtown or taking flights somewhere. Um, I'd rather someone build a brand. I like people that are like, in this day and age, I appreciate this platform that you guys have. And black entrepreneurs and black support is what we need. All this negativity is in the world. And, you know, I used to be, I wasn't always good. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I wasn't always good, um, but my and life is changing now. That's the best thing to be able to promote because people don't realize is that you can come from not being the best of people yeah. and grow into something right. even better. Because that's our story. Yeah. That's our story, where we come from, what we dealt with, and changing it. And that's where this whole generation of empowerment came from. So I think a lot of things, the concrete, the roads growing from the concrete, you know, right. from those hard times that blossom into something exactly. so beautiful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So guys, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll return, we'll have more with Night Black, the brand. Yeah, yeah. You and me. This is your victory. 
What's going on, guys? It's your boy, J-Man, and we're back in the studio with my boy, Calvin. Um, he's got this new fragrance out. He got this self-help book out. Yeah. Um, once again, Calvin, go ahead and drop your Instagram as well as your website. I love to make sure that we do those drops. All right, my name is Calvin. My Instagram is Black the brand, or you can follow Luxury Fragrance by Black. Um, my website, you can Google either one of my websites, Nye Black the Brand, you can Google that. Or you can Google Fragrances by Nye Black, and my Facebook is Nye Black the Brand. Awesome, awesome. So, Ashley, what's up? So, I wanted you to kind of give us a breakdown as far as a fragrance. You know, you are a black male that has a fragrance, and it smells really nice. Like, I only smelled the women's. I haven't smelled the men's. Or I probably smelled it on Jay, probably. Mm -hmm. But, um, you remember walk this week when I was at work, and you was like, Jay, you smell really good. Is that was that? <laughs> that was that. I thought I was at Baccarat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I stopped pulling that Baccarat out at work because you be tripping on me. <laughs> yeah, you smell. You smell too much like my husband. So. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so walk us through the process because, you know, a lot of people will shy away from that genre because they may feel like either I don't have the money to invest in or I can't really get a chemist to kind of get that, you know, pack. I think that's the biggest thing, the having um, a chemist. Did right. you go through that process? How How was that process for you? Well, in the perfume and fragrance, what we call them uh, perfumers, they're, they're like um, like a chemist. Mm -hmm. They develop all these different notes and blend different things and they come up with different sense and then they have a um, an audience or a team where people smell them, mm -hmm. different collaborations with different things and that's how they come up with a fragrance. But I've been doing fragrances for over 20 years, you know. Okay. I've been working for all these top name brand companies. I've been to every national training. So I know what notes people are using. I know how to sell. I know about the packaging. Okay. So nothing about a fragrance that I don't know. And this pandemic even gave me a chance to go ahead and get it started. Just go ahead and take a chance. Invest these thousands of dollars in myself. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. So um, I started my brand, my fragrance launched in June. Uh, and what people don't know is my fragrance is an auto perfume. And if you don't know what auto perfume is, that's one of the highest concentrations of oil that you can have in a fragrance. It lasts uh, up to 10 hours as opposed to auto toilet that's a little bit more water-based. Yeah. I think that's where the the money comes in when it comes to fragrance. The the wear, how long that it that it takes to um, base that it will have on you. You know, like we spoke about baccarat, that's kind of a weak thing. It'll be <laughs> only for weeks, months. You know, you spray it on you one time. But um, I just want the people to kind of know because I've met a lot of people that have that idea but kind of sh shoot themselves down based on thinking that. Um, it's a lane they can't get into or they need to invest so much money into it you know so that's why where did it come from but i know you have background of 20 years but what put you in the space where you want to say hey i want to put out my own because fragrance. i'm a black man and every year i'm making millions of dollars for these companies and i'm like I'm making them millions of dollars and I'm not even getting a fraction of that. Okay? Yeah. So I started researching and getting different, you know, different um, perfume houses to try to help me develop a different scent. Mm -hmm. So it took me a while to sample things and try things out, get stuff sent to the house. But I came up with scents and I let my friends, our friends try it. People that's been in the business try it. I'm like, oh, this is it. Yeah. So I just went with that scent and like, don't be scared to invest in yourself. Um, yeah. If you're a nice person, a genuine person, and you have a good product, it's going to sell. Yeah. But you have to have that customer service mentality 
and you know, everyone don't go into it making money right off the bat. You have to yeah. invest in yourself, whether it's a fragrance, a clothing line, an eyelash line, or anything. You have to take that chance and invest in yourself and be professional when you do it. Yeah, I think that's the biggest key that what gets people to return is you, right. you know, exactly. the person, that's not your product, because you can have a bomb product, right? right? But like they say, mm, no, you know, with the whole Wayne me, it was like, y'all want to But she got a bad attitude. I mean, they got a bad attitude. You want to invest in the black owned, but you know, the customer service is horrible. The customer service is horrible. And that's one thing that I can say um, because me and Ashley did visit the pop up shop a few weeks ago that you were at. Yeah. And you were the only person that was able to, honestly, when we walked up to the table, you were able to speak exactly to your brand, what you had to offer, what it was, and this, then, the third. Ashley asked someone about chapstick or something like that. Well, only because I have very sensitive skin. Right. You know, anything my, could throw me off. My yeah. thing was, you shouldn't have to read your label right. if it's yours. Right. If it's your brand, if it's your product, you should be able to speak to it at all times. Right. And well, I think in that situation, more so, if you want to leave and you want to put your brand in the hands of someone else, even if you got to use the restroom, educate you, them why you need going. to exactly because it was just that point in time where you know I was I did purchase only because it was supporting. I was in a supporting. Right. Right. momentum you know <laughs> but um if it was anything else i wouldn't have simply because they didn't know diddly squat right. you know yeah. nothing and yeah. oh well they can tell you because this is more yada 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 but this your bread and butter right. you know this is what you're trying to um expand with so they left them in the hands of someone that couldn't give me anything and if i wasn't there to support i wouldn't purchase but you know with my Vaseline. And that goes with a, also a follow-up. The owner or whoever was there should have did a follow-up, like yeah. reached out to you guys, whether they walked over there or sent you an email, you know, thanks yeah. for purchasing my product. Are there any other questions that you need? Because you always have to That's do a follow-up to build that customer service yeah. base because mm -hmm. customers, you can have a good product but have a bad attitude and people will not, you know, they, will not, they don't have to give you that. Like that yeah, that's very true. And I think also it was even when she, when the, the, the merchant or the, the owner of the product did walk up, even when you asked the question, she still took a look and it was just kind of like, if this is your brand, this right. is your baby, you know what I'm right. saying? Like invest that time. And I've had my share um, a couple weeks ago, we had this big gathering at the house and I've had my share of dealing with our people, <laughs> Caucasians, Asians, this and the third. And it's just, we have to get better in our customer service. We have to get better in our business doing right. when it comes to people trying to support you. Right. Because at the end of the day, you will lose a lot of support based off of the way you handle certain situations. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the key to our community, customer service, because that's where we lack. I yeah, truly that's, believe. That's our culture. We're so quick to, you know, not give another black person the proper education or yeah. you know the proper customer service and people can go somewhere else they always say support black business support black business but black businesses need to be more professional and more customer service and there are a lot of good ones out there but you always get that bad one that's going to make a whole reputation, reputation. Yeah. Yeah. but out. it ain't just one bad one it ain't just one bad one you know like we we're in a time where we can kind of pull ourselves by our bootstraps and make something of ourselves exactly. you know not even in this pandemic, but it's just like the young people, the millennials, because I'm a part of millennials, but you know, we are, <laughs> we are, you know, making a way for ourselves, you know, right. making something where we can leave a legacy or right. create generational wealth. But I think that is the sole purpose 
based on I'm just trying to make you know I'm just trying to make some money versus what all it takes for you to run a business you know they think oh cause I'm black and you know I'm doing something and that's it but you want to tell if you gonna buy you gonna buy right what oh let me turn around let me go somewhere else you know I like to use the word foundation 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 and honestly Calvin what I can say for you and your brain you have created a foundation and you have basically created an avenue for young African-American men or women to say, hey, I'm going to put out a fragrance. Right. And I can really commend you on that. I really appreciate you um, for coming in and just sharing your story and even in your book, just being so vulnerable with the things that you have yeah. been through because you have come so very far. Um, things that I didn't even know about you, <laughs> even though we go... Right. You know, things that I didn't even know, but just to know how far you've come, I commend you. And you are are basically, like I said, you're creating that platform, you're, you're creating that foundation for other people of our race to feel like, hey, I can go out here and I can do this. And the fragrance smells good. Cause yeah. you're baby. <laughs> What's that you got I'm, on? I'm tapping to the giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Guys, if you are following us, please make sure that you follow, you follow, you follow. Yeah, because um, we definitely want to be able to give away this fragrance to someone special. Um, and on that note, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm coming back with my Ear to the Streets report. No, you forgot. I got that heat bringing my ear <laughs> to the streets. <laughs> What's going on, world? It's your boy, J-Man, and you know I'm coming with that heat and my ear to the streets. <laughs> you know, you usually got a comment, so I'm a little surprised. But, um... I'm learning to shut my mouth. Okay, good deal, good deal. First thing starting out, guys, if... You are currently either dealing with COVID or want to kind of help build up your immune system to protect you from COVID. I have three items that you need to invest in. Number one is the airborne capsule. Number two is iron pills. And number three is vitamin D capsules. But the vitamin D has to be over a thousand milligrams. Over it's over 500 to 1,000 milligrams. Um, these will help to boost your immune system and build you up to protect you from either catching or protect you while you're trying to cope with. As you guys know, there is no cure right now. There's no nothing you know, to help you when it comes to COVID. They just tell you to quarantine and you know, uh, hydrate yourself. So. What I've learned is airborne, iron pills, vitamin D, and lots and lots of orange juice, water, um, anything that's gonna keep you very, very hydrated and, you know, help to build up your immune system. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So, moving on to other things, little Scrappy and Bambi, welcome to baby this week. I seen. You she seen looks that? so beautiful. I seen her um, maternity pictures. Mm hmm. Did you, you know what they named the baby? Mm hmm. Xylophone. Xylophone. That's cute. 
Xylophone. Xylophone. Yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. Um, but hey, you know, Michael Jackson's um, daughter name is Blanket. So yeah, you know, I, I thought it was it was very interesting. But hey, shout out to Lil Scrappy and Bambi um, and their new baby. Um, as you guys know, we've been missing for a while, Brianna Taylor. Um, we've been missing for a while. Brianna um, Taylor. Thank you. Uh, we, go, we will continue to make sure that her name is not forgotten, no matter what's going on this and the third, until those police officers are arrested. So once again, Brianna Taylor. Um, if you didn't know, now you know, buying her LLC is the new Chanel bag. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you out there, you're trying to date a girl. LLC ain't nothing but $100, baby. Put, put me the LLC, invest in a business, get the startup going. That's if you're going to talk about some not getting the Chanel bag, LLC costs $100. Yeah, but the, the, buy her her LLC. I think the, the biggest thing is at the end of the day is giving her her foundation. You give her I wouldn't her hand, say that's you, a foundation, but you could think. Giving her a handbag ain't going to do nothing for her, especially if she ain't got no money in it. She got some lip gloss and some keys to a Honda Accord. <laughs> I should have known he was coming with me. <laughs> so, but I mean, I'm just saying though. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. No, uh, somebody said I'm on a Birkin. <laughs> like they've been giving Jada like the business, waking up on the Birkin bag. Like mm-hmm. they've been saying all this type of stuff. Yeah. Um. You know, it is the month of August. Speaking of Jada. Um. <laughs> That was a good one. That was a really good one. That was a good one. (laughs) You like that one. (laughs) It is the month of August. Um, But yes, guys, don't get caught up in any entanglements this month. Um, (laughs) We coming out of entanglements, baby. We coming out of entanglements. Have you heard about TikTok to be canceled? Mm. Yeah. You know, President Trump is threatening to cancel TikTok. Why? Um, honestly, well, I, I did hear that they're reason. taking information. If you have a TikTok, they are taking information and selling it to the, the Chinese. That's what I heard. So I mean, that's that what be, that might be why he's canceling because you know they called it, um, they called it the, the corona, the China virus. So, oh, yeah, you know, he probably don't want to get nothing to the China. Well, see, the whole thing, right, when you think about politics. What, I don't know if y'all ever seen this um, TV show. It's called, um, dang it, what is it um, called with um, the Kevin, Kevin Spacey? Um, what are they doing? No, it's, it's politics. He's trying to become the president and House of Cards. House of Cards. If you ever seen House of Cards, right? Mm-hmm. And they kind of go through the whole thing when it comes to, you know, voting, getting a president. And so they use this algorithm where... Um, off your phones they they are able to get information off of it and they'll be able to put things in front of you you know how advertisement goes whatever you click on now they or you speak on if you type in walmart you're going to get a lot of walmart advertising stuff like that so now it's going so that's the whole thing with tiktok i guess they were saying that they get your information so if they get your information they know what they can control what you see and so they can control what you see then politicians will be able to get into the algorithm if they are you know doing things under the table and I think that's the main thing probably why that I'm only assuming I'm only assuming but I can see why that was a problem because I like I said I did verbatimly know that they were saying that TikTok is taking your information mm-hmm. so the government don't want them to take your information why they can control what you see what you hear what you do yeah this is true influence so how you feel about Kanye for president no comment no comment no 
Okay, no comment is a comment, guys. So we already know how we feel over here on this end. Um, have you heard the new Brandy album, B7? Who? Brandy. Oh, Brandy. Mm-hmm. No. You didn't hear a new album? I'm more of a Monica fan. Okay. Um, so I did have a few opportunities to listen to. I, I've given her album quite a few chances. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, you know, I just bought a new car, so I had to figure out I didn't have my sound and stuff adjusted. Because I was like, basically, I don't hear nothing she's saying. It sounded like a whole bunch of mumbles. And so I adjusted my sound and stuff, and it still sounds like a bunch of mumbles. But it is a couple songs on there that I do like. But a bunch of mumbles. Someone posted on my social media, they was like, Brandy gives inspiration to those of us that cannot sing on this album. So she's on there talking. Yeah, it's a lot of you don't. Girl, what is you talking about? <laughs> Girl, what is you talking about? There's a lot of what's going on on B7. But you know, it just kind of is. Like I said, is. Monica fan. Um, and then, you know, uh, my ex-husband just released the album. Oh, well, the baby. He, he released his deluxe album, Blame It on Baby. Um, and he's actually, I think the biggest thing was he wants to let people know that he can switch up the sound. Mm. And so he did kind of switch up the sound because that last album he put out, it was a flop. And so uh, Blame It on Baby, the deluxe album, he should have put you that out You know I'm nasty. First. You like oh. I put it out and I put it out on your cheeks. Okay. Hey. All right. <laughs> and that brings me to my last. <laughs> that brings me to my last part of the Ear to the Street support. My girl Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion put out a song on Friday, and it is entitled W A P. And when I tell you it channels your inner hope, it channels your inner hope. And the sad part about it is, I felt some kind of way because I have been like, oh yeah, this channels your inner hole. This channels your inner hole. And I'm out outside yesterday. I'm washing my car and this and the third. And my mama pull up and she was standing outside talking to me. And she was like, ooh, these mosquitoes bite me. You know what that is? This WAP. And I was just like, what in the world? Yes. She was like, yeah, they, 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 they mosquitoes, they must be biting me. You know, they're trying to get at this WAP. I was like, ooh. But yes, um, no comment. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion have uh, channeled everyone's inner. Same channel mine. Oh, Different. okay, baby. Same channel mine. <laughs> but yes, Mom Dukes obviously like the song. And you know, my mom, she. I, I expected more. I did expect I more. Expected I expected more. more. I did not expect two minutes and 51 seconds. I definitely expected more out of a song. I'm more of a um, beat type of girl. I can see music. Mm-hmm. I Music takes me away. The beat didn't do it for me. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm all for, you know what I'm saying? Like, WAP. You know, we all got, no, no, we all, some of us have that WAP. But, my thing is, I just, I don't know. I was looking for something. Like, I think it was, for me, the lyrics, I could care less about the lyrics or whatever. I'm more of a, like, beat. And the beat didn't do it for me. Like, yeah, I, I honestly, I was I was definitely, to hear that Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B were putting out something, I was expecting more. Now, the biggest thing that I did not want is a, oh, Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion did this and blah, blah, blah. But, unfortunately, I will say, Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion's bump together 
was a lot better yeah. than the Cardi B and, Cardi B and, Megan. and Megan. Like, I mean, just being honest, like, you really got to listen to that song a couple times so you can really kind of get into your groove and this, then, the third, because it was just yeah. kind of like, y'all made us wait for two minutes and 51 seconds of this? Yeah. Like, where the rest of it? Oh, yeah, I seen that they um, want to take collar. I don't know why, no matter what it is, at the end of the day, like, baby girl doing her thing. For you to be, what, Kylie. 20-something to be a billionaire? Kylie. Take all of that out. Yes. You know, take yes. all of that Even if she's not a billionaire, she still reached that plateau. She still did her thing. Of becoming that. She still did her thing, like I said. At the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. But I can honestly say, for me, J-Man, I expected more. Yeah. I really did expect more. So I hope they have more in the works or whatever the case may be. Um, and then, you know, once again, speaking on Kylie at the end of the day, she's still doing her thing, yeah. you know? Um, and, you know, women, she's, you she's, know, women just making a lane for themselves. She's making a name for herself. You know, it's all about women empowerment. It's all about a lot of empowerment. You know, that's all we want to do is uplift and move forward. Um, but that wraps up my Ear to the Streets report. Yes. I'm your boy, J-Man. And I'm your girl, Ashley J. And we appreciate you guys tuning in each and every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. You can also catch us on YouTube each and every Sunday evening, as well as on 365 Live from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Yes. All right. And we'll see you guys next week. Yes, yes.